treatment. Um, and as always, it will, we, it's good to split with a structure. So we'll talk about conservative medical and surgical aspects. Um, and the important thing to say, to always mention is this is best delivered in via an MDT approach. And there've been trials showing better patient outcomes in infective endocarditis patients who are managed via an MDT. So that's important. Um, so the conservative aspects first. So uh, patient education uh, and management of modifiable risk factors. So if they're an intravenous drug user, stopping being an intravenous drug user, um, uh, encouraging good dental hygiene. Um, prophylaxis for infective anacarditis. So the guidelines for this keeps changing. And one caveat to mention is um, do familiarize yourself with the guidelines before you go uh, for, for your interview. Uh, but currently it's that uh, for non-dental surgeries, antibiotics are only indicated in a high-risk procedure where translocation of the bacteria is a possibility and antibiotics are being used in any case. So in GI or genitourinary surgery, uh, antibiotic cover should just be extended to cover infective endocarditis organisms in those that are at risk. For example, if they have a prosthetic heart valve. For dental surgery, uh, essentially currently, if the surgery is below the gum line and the patient is at high risk, uh, prophylactic antibiotics would be indicated. But as I say, familiarize yourself prior to the interview because these things change um now that's kind of your medical uh, so your conservative aspects your medical treatments essentially includes a prolonged antibiotic therapy course typically using synergistic antibiotics that are tailored to blood culture results and one thing to say is one should expect a response to antibiotic treatment within 48 hours with fever settling and a falling crp and if this doesn't occur it should make you reconsider your diagnosis if it wasn't necessarily clear. Um, now, uh, another reason why, why it may be slow to respond is because actually they require surgical intervention. And this brings us on to the next aspect of treatment. And Barrick, I'll hand over to you to, to discuss um, surgical causes. Great. So hopefully uh, you can see this. So yeah, I think again the those those candidates that have done the effective endocarditis station, the better candidates have a far better understanding of not just the diagnosis of endocarditis, but managing it on the ward. And one thing is monitoring it regularly, as you said, monitoring the inflammatory markers regularly, looking at antibiotic levels, um, because you might need to do, for example, vancomycin, uh, you might need to look at plasma, plasma levels and looking at the inflammatory markers and the clinical response. Uh, and those are all very important things to mention when you are talking about being the reg on the ward, managing effective endocarditis. And then this next thing to mention is being aware of when this patient needs discussion with your cardiothoracic surgery colleagues. Mm. Um, and this, uh, this table, I think, splits it really nicely into three sections. So the indications for surgery are either persisting heart failure despite treatment, uh, so that's either severe regurgitation, causing pulmonary edema, um, a fistula going from one chamber to another chamber abnormally, uh, causing pulmonary edema, uh, and then a slightly um, lighter indication is acute regurgitation um, with persisting heart failure um, despite treatment, and then more electively severe isolated regurgitation which hasn't improved despite treatment, but not necessarily any heart failure. So those are the 
first set of reasons for why you go for surgery. The next is uncontrolled infection. So this is an enlarging vegetation, um, persisting fever and rising inflammatory markers and positive blood cultures despite appropriate treatment, as Raul said, for about two weeks or they put 10 days here. Uh, and the final thing is, I think a good one to note, is if you talk, if you mention in your answer, there are particular, um, particular organisms that are very virulent, uh, such as fungi um, or multi-resistant organisms. So you would speak to uh, your MDT uh, and especially your micro colleagues about which organisms might need surgical intervention earlier rather than later. Um, and again, this isn't, these are never hard and fast rules. So it's just about having the awareness of this. And I think that's all the interviewers want to see from you. I think if you can say these things, then it's very impressive. And then finally, emboli, really, really important. So we talked about how to monitor for them with CT pets and various specific imaging of the spine or joints or the heads uh, as needed. And basically, if, you're if you've got vegetation, which is very nasty looking, i.e. more than 1.5 centimetres, you have, have your indication for surgery there. The second thing is if the um, vegetation is more than one centimetre and you've got one or more embolic uh, episodes um, or, or an abscess. Um, and so as a registrar and award, you would talk about monitoring for emboli. You'd also talk about monitoring a daily ECG to monitor the PR interval because that gives you an indication of an aortic root abscess. Uh, and then final thing, which I think is incredibly important, incredibly important and also a, a definitely a five out of five point. One of the main indicators that cardiothoracic surgery colleagues use um, to decide whether a patient is fit for surgery, apart from uh, the usual workup like carotid dopplers and pulmonary function tests and the baseline physiological state, is actually this, the state of the right ventricle. Uh, so if you say in your, in your assessment and ongoing assessment of your effective endocarditis patient is that you want to know what the state of the right ventricle is, uh, because that's a very important indicator of how well the patient might tolerate surgery as well as their other medical comorbidities is uh, you're clearly functioning at a very high level. Um, so those are, I suppose, some nuggets to take home and do try and think about having on the tip of your tongue a few indications of surgery, but in a nice structure like this table has done here. Yeah, I, I, that, that's fantastic. It's all about those nuggets. Um, and I think the key things I, I took are some of those measurements. So if you're, if the, if the vegetation is 10 million, or a centimeter more um, with any kind of embolization, that's an indication for surgery or one and a half centimeters and bigger indication for surgery, simply because there's such high risk of embolization and they're gonna be hard to eradicate with antibiotics. And you mentioned certain kind of pathognomonic organisms Staphs and enterococci are, are those that are particularly at increased risk of developing those larger vegetations. So they're the kind of at more risk ones to be aware of. Um, in a very good market. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. So really, your monitoring of patients is uh, that, that are admitted is do they need surgery? That's always the question you're, you're asking. Um, yeah. OK, uh, so anything else to add, Barrick, before we uh, before we end this knowledge video? No, just to summarise, I think the most candidates should be able to work through the diagnosis, and that's what most people learn well. But I think the thing that um, differentiates candidates is how well they can manage the ward patient with event endocarditis and its relevant complications, uh, and that's what seems to differentiate um, uh, good candidates and very good candidates. So just don't 
learn the modified pukes and uh, all the different organisms and uh, diagnostic criteria, but don't neglect your understanding of how to manage an infective endocarditis patient as the registrar during the ward round, because that's what you'll largely be. Great, yeah. Okay, I think that's the message really from this this knowledge video. Um, uh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us and, and see the associated clinical scenario. Okay. Thanks very much.